0: Nash hadu an la ilaha illallah Allah hadahu la shariqa lahu. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Alhamdulillahi wari al-kareem. Wa sala ala anmiyah. Ajma'een wa al-masiyah wa al mujadda wa al-mujadda wa Amabbas. Are we not the bearers of witness that nothing would exist if Allah didn't create it? And that He is alone and have no part And that all gratitude is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sustainer of all the boundless universe. All gratitude is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the generous eternal friend. And send salutations of Allah on all of his prophets and his apostles. And on the Messiah, the anointed one. And on the Mahdi, the guide. And on the Mujeda, the reformer which was all set from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send greetings and we send peace throughout the boundless universe to all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa baraka.
1: The Man of the Hour airing seven days a week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WGAG Radio.
0: Shalom everybody. This is a great day and time we're living in. These are the days of the end of the world when all the prophecies are being fulfilled. And for me to be here amongst you today to break this spell, I merely ask you to give me your attention. Shalom. Now, hit me with that first question. Come on. Yes, sir. Window.
2: Well, we couldn't even hear it's because the reason why we've um, scoured spent some time trying to locate the right spot is because that would be over call week and week is running water. Rushings of water that creates the mm-hmm. uh, electrical friction that we need. We find strategic places on the planet where that's at. You just happen to be in a village in Africa. They're in a village right above us. You know, a miraculous event take place or the, the medicine man, the shaman, might, um, he might learn exactly where that spot is and build his little area around that spot. Now, things levitating, and everybody in the whole village goes, ooh la la, that's not lie.
3: Uh, the Hindus
2: real to define those things. Thousand laws and all that to find the magnetic fields. They set up their little religious uh, ashrams or the uh, set up their little camp there because in that area there's a leopard. It's a very natural phenomenon if you know something about science. The sad part about it is religion spends a lot of time trying to avoid science, because science is true, both the things that are miraculous or phenomenal in religion wrong. So the best thing to do is keep everybody away from science. And you break away and you find certain things like the is States, our current perspective, science. a new island is coming up in Hawaii. Right, they're talking about it in the news now. And what happens is, Hawaiian priests are saying the gods are bringing them a new island to them. Actuality, it would happen whether they did it or not. It's just like a, a volcano under the ground erupts in it. And when it erupts beneath the sea surface, the water rushes in, cools it off, it starts to what? To It swells. It pushes this pushes its way up. So in a couple of years or so, you understand, a couple to be a couple of thousand by the right, a new island will pop up and you will know, have a prediction confirmed. You see, and then the priests look holier than holy because now this island came up from nowhere. You don't take no risk going on predictions that not scientifically verifiable. Especially again, like I said, in a religious community where they do everything in their power to avoid science. It's, it's very convenient. It makes us, you know, kind of different emotions but we go into science if you make predictions to science, you have to be accurate. As far as you make predictions through religion, you can just change it. Like Joe do they made a multiple amount of predictions they didn't come through, but it's still more Joe than they are Baptists. So as long as they're religious, it doesn't really make no difference. So we transform from the religious community into a more scientific community where we escalated from the degree of Islamism on up to Nawabo moving from that third degree to the fourth degree of study. We got here is all scientific facts. So everything we say got to come to me. And because we've been blessed by the presence of the under the mystery Anunnaki, everything we've said since we've been uh, under the guidance of the Anunnaki started to come true. Now they talk to the small intelligence about life on the planet Europa. And we know the full the are coming but that's not a doctrine. You know how that happens. All of a sudden, we talk about it, it pops up. You know, it's interesting. I listen to a guy I call him Reverend Howard. Like and the masses, they gathered, And all they do is talking about empty and empty. And the grid and the magnitudes. And the uh, and Time walking. And the little And craft coming to the end. And why the planet is going through. What a dramatic thing you do. And they might be sitting in one of our classes. The <laughs> father but never will they mention that it's coming to us. Just a matter of time before whatever this guys saying, he has to wait for the next book. And so let's do our job. and give him something to talk about if it's saving souls. It? So it has to do with a selection of the proper locale in Florida. And he found two spots. The first part was not magnetic enough to use this He picked up and he moved to another place, and he knew that because Tesla told him. That was even related. Yeah. Right. First of all, let me ask. Hmm? Okay, small biology. The people run the word, just micro means, you know, three, four, macro most tiny biology. So, I mean, you're not doing much. bigger got little books like this. That's all it means. Little way. <laughs> <laughs> you watch these words. The devil is good with words. Right? The main point is for people now that you have digested um, a large part of the whole chapter. And predominantly it seems like chapter 6 seems to be the one everybody likes to stay in. I don't know why. And all the emails about chapter 6. Right? <laughs> there's so much information in there, though. I have been mean, starting to expound on information in it uh, because a lot of these things you can't be explained. But when you deal with ethers, ethers are dealing with the key of nothingness that I told you all about yesterday. I said there's a state called nothingness. Right, and I said, "You have to create a state of nothingness to create something in it." To the layman's air that sounds like mumbo jumbo, because I know if I do it, somebody, you know, in a layman's state of mind, I said, "What the heck does that mean? Can you create nothingness?" Right, but the creation of nothingness is when a form of energy is in transit to another state. Meaning, when you on Earth plane, and simple, when you on Earth plane go back to the lightest element before the force was identified, you got back to hydrogen. And you know that because they called it one. So anything on the other side of one is zero. And zero means non-existent. Opt, right? Not here. Okay, so now, so when hydrogen was, was thought to be the lightest element, right, in the first principle of existence. And this is pre-Cort, then, what did exist? you understand that? But it was not known to exist. And scientists worldwide, in all fields of scientific endeavors, were accepting the principle of hydrogen as the lightest element. You with me? But did quartz exist insofar as as they got more sophisticated with computers and larger telescopes, they were able to find the quartz within the hydrogen. So while the hydrogen was identified as the lightest element in the first stage of existence, insofar as quartz did exist, quartz was existing in a state of nothingness. Until they get to the other side of hydrogen and become something. Something simply is S-U-N-T-H-I-N-G. not S-O-M. That's phonetics. So the something it means it sums up to something. See, hydrogen atom sums up to something. Nothing means no thing. And no is symbolic of number. You when know, you're going to write number, instead of writing N-U-M-B-E-R, you write N-O and then tattoo <laughs> to imply number. So no thing is something without its number. You with me? I don't want to sound like I hate mumble jumbo teachers. This is sound deep it don't make no sense. I don't want to sound like that. I want you to grasp it, so you've got to teach it. When you get on the side of hydrogen, right, you step into no thing if hydrogen is the lightest thing in existence. It doesn't mean that nothingness doesn't exist. It means that nothingness hasn't become one of the things that exist didn't have a number. You start dealing with the ethers when you get down to the fourth. Like years ago I said, well, when you get down to hydrogen on the other side of hydrogen is Allah. Because Allah would have to stand the whole non-existent state to be radiant yet exist. The the word they use in for unseen. In order for Allah to exist and not be perceived, He must not sum up to a thing. You follow? Though He is a thing, He can't sum up to a thing. He can't be calculated as a thing. So the best thing they could do was say Allahu. See? Allah is alone. And then some unknowing, egotistical Imam scholar said, Allah is watching. And I don't know if you remember, there was a conflict in the best names of Allah as to whether it should be Wahhabit or Ahhabit. Muslim scholars were battling. it because they didn't have the esoteric information, because they had become tunnel I without explaining <laughs> why and how Muslims so become tunnel vision. to the point where they could no longer listen for the voice of Allah to give them the answer. They only had to listen to the voice of scholars and Sahaba and Sheikhs and molanas and Imams and Muftis and water. You know I mean? So we would say hydrogen is one this way and ether is one this way. Ether one is the first part of non-particle or non particles It's <laughs> a non-particle going that way. Existence that doesn't sum up to Solid, liquid, and gas. But The number they want it to sum up to is three. Now, when you get solid, liquid, and gas, and you get down to hydrogen, is it solid, liquid, and gas, or is it gas, liquid, and? See, they teach you solid, liquid, and gas, because you're coming from 99 degrees of matter that's equal have an atomic number that all sum up to something. Coming down this way. And when you get down to the last three degrees of it, it becomes coming from this way. Solid, liquid, gas, and then it goes into ultimate. Exoplasm, moving out of the state of the degrees of something. You with me? When they say solid, liquid, and gas, How do you relate to them? Solid is the mass, the body. Liquid is the blood, the plasma, right, the plasma. And gas is the ether, the soul. You follow that? Those are the stages going in. And at what point do you meet Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala? or el elo or anu or whatever name makes you feel comfortable do you meet him in the solid do you meet him in the liquid or do you meet him in the gas you meet him in the gas because you meet him as you scale up the plane from the material plane solid mm-hmm. you see that to the plane of force water, energy, water creates current. And after the solid, which is the mass, the body, the liquid, which is the, the water, the blood, then you have the gas. So you have the physical plane, the plane of force, that was next, plane of force and after that, the spiritual plane. And this is where they would say you meet the most high with the now if you take those three planes and overlay them in the degrees of existence, which are Nesuit, malakut and Lahut, then you get Nesuit, the plane of men, mortal, father. Then you get and angelic, the plane of force, energy, and jealousy. And then you get Lazarus. It's the spiritual place. And it keeps saying, what is the spiritual place? the ethnic place. Now you were there, which is here when the words was said exist. I don't know if you ever heard that before. But you may get a better understanding of it now. You were in that ethnic state this physical state you were there which is when the word was spoken deep you follow that? so then again from how you've been down from that point on Allah exists you follow that he just exists to that whole state both this wing and that wing, be it the physical element or the ethnic element, are all within the All. So it is mainly and simply said in the Quran that Allah is in the heavens. And I would present the question if Allah is all, how can He be in His Son and Jesus said it, Our Father, our Father who are in the heavens, the Quran said it, Allah is the light of the heavens and the earth, the the Father, the everybody. Why are they saying that? Because they recognize that Allah is in the earth. And... We can't get to the all, but by way of and we can't get to Allah but by way of angel. And we couldn't get to the angels, but by way of the prophet. And we couldn't get to the prophet, but by way of our own awareness. We had to become Conscious that we needed the spiritual guidance and that these would be stepping stones back to the bosom of Allah. Why would I want to get into the bosom of Allah? Because when I'm embraced in the love of Allah, divine love, then I'm in the path of the Lord. This is taking. So now, when they start asking about beings that vibrate on different degrees of ether, when you say from one, meaning from hydrogen into quartz, and quartz quartz is going to extend until they understand bias. Right? And they might not get the full understanding of bias for another hundred years. How long it took them to find out about Adam and then find out that there's a force. And you're talking about it now the way Galileo talked about it a hundred years before his time. Things he mentioned that they disagree with now they have to accept. Once they put his mentor to death. You know what I'm saying? You come again to present scientific facts that is inevitable going to confirm itself, insofar as courts have been confirmed. So when you say that nothingness does exist, no one can deny you that fact, that as long as the scientific community only acknowledged the presence of hydrogen, and they were all in agreement, you look like the nuts. There's nothing wrong with looking like Nut was the mother of rock. <laughs> Tricky words. And rock was the son, which they all worship. There's Nothing wrong with it. You. Father, you introduce things to the world that once you're gone, people say that's what they stood for. As long as somewhere along the line they grasp the depth So now each being. Or each density level and when they say density level density level is speaking about a process to densify is to go towards hardness. Are you with me? This is what you gotta understand when you speak about the vortex and the, the, the screen of vortex that the above you, and they speak about it in density level you would only identify with denseness from where you are. From how dense you are now. From
4: what I am
2: in matter. Meaning, if I look at the element chart, and I look at iron, which is 26 atomic number, right? And it has more denseness than does carbon with this thing. You with me? So iron identifies carbon. Iron is on a more dense level than carbon. You follow? Man has to define in that etheric state versus that physical state because it's simple to find out what density level you're on in the physical state by the elements that are in your body and what is the most dense of them? Iron. What was, when you came here, it was gold and platinum. When the primary element of your physical composition as you personified was platinum, you produce a topaz complexion. All this is described in the Bible when they talk about the elders and how they look and they give stone complexion of Jesus' and complexion. They give topaz and they give green like an emerald. For Melchizedek, these people came. And then when you go back to the pictures of ancient Egypt and look on the wall, you see people green. And then you see people bluish color. See, when gold oxidizes, it will give off a greenish shade before it turns to dark gold, like copper, Right? And platinum will give off a blue hue, a blue hue. So as you materialize, depending on which way you came, whether you came from an environment that was dependent on gold as the base element for strength, or platinum as a base element of strength or earth which has more iron ore than anything else. Mm -hmm. This planet now is based on iron ore. So you breathe in more oxygen which is really a poison to you. And it triggers iron and what does it do? Rust, when mixed with the water thus you're no longer green. You're blind. Some babies who are born with breathing problems have green spots all in their body. And you will like, the doctor, what's these green spots? Oh, they'll go away in time. I said, I didn't ask you where they were going. I asked you how they got there. And they basically said, tell you, no, they're, they're dirty boys. That's because that child, while in the womb the mother, when it began to breathe inside with guilt, was not taking in that poison air. You follow? when it came into the world and started to breathe, it turned to color. And then you see green spots. That's the color we were before we became more. Now you'll find that uh, people with the strongest root of divinity left in their body, you kilo. Know. When if I as a deity in my own realm of existence, breathing my kind of environment and surrounded by my son and eating the things from the soil from which I am shaped from. In other words, in that perfected state, if I was struck by an axe and my hand was cut off, I had the power to regrow my hand. You understand that? Now down here, where I'm cut off from all of that, and that's you, when you get the attempt to regrow a limb results in what's called keloid. They'll say it's because you have a lot of plasma, uh, hemoglobin structure, where your cells, meet. you got a bunch of scientific terms, and the word scientific speaking. You know, they still haven't figured out. <laughs> These are things that we love. Boring balding, was never something we feared because we never had him. When you see the ancient Hemi, the word is Hemi, from which they did Hemi, or el Ham, right, for the land of the black, which comes from Ham, now confirmed in the latest Edition of the Quran, as released by Saudi Arabia this year in their new translation, they got Adam of Black Mud. When they were arguing with us about it for the last twenty-five years, Riyadh just released a new translation. It has Adam of Black, and, and, and that's in the fifteenth chapter, twenty-eighth verse. And then in the twentieth chapter, one hundred and second verse, they have added the Blue Eyes. And says, "Bullock, Blue Eyes." It's updated. You don't know, agree with us, cool. It's alright with us, because we know we're right and exact. But now they introduce this word chemist. And all the Egyptologists are saying we're from chemists instead of K-E-M-E-T. And because they're lacking the gift of tongue that you have, they can't see chemist, is El Or they say Tamera. Some people will name their children Tamera. They don't even know what their name in their children. Tamara is Tamara. Tamara, ancient Egyptian name meaning the blackened sun. Tamara. Very common black name, is Tamara. Yo, sister Tamara, come here. You do know that Tamara. <laughs> Look at that raw throughout that name. It was the gift of seeing interdimensionally. Like the sun does. The sun sees interdementally because it is thought not to be seen at night when set, S-E-T. You follow, when set is supposed to be ruled, And it was believed that the sun rock went into the sea because it looked to the onlooker that the sun was going down behind the sea so it's light Walk the water that way also. Not just as Christians have Jesus walk the water toward them, but if you're watching it in the evening, you can watch the sun's light go back across the water and then behind. In the ancient coming, we thought that Roth went into the sea and that he only got out because a scarab would link there and lift them up and move them through the sky. And thus the scarab became sacred above. All these are part of our symbolism in our culture. And from that, to get to the point, came alchemy. The word alchemy. We dealt with the science of Alchemist when in Some people say we were left in Egypt. They don't know what they're talking about. When they refer to us as Mithraim, they're talking about the Sea of Canaan coming over. Some of them mixed in with Canaanites and became known as the Philistines and resided in an area called Dorah where a land is, passing on into Sinai and became known as a Hyksos, Egyptian Philistines who became light in the here, who eventually conquered the lower Egypt, which was the upper Egypt. They conquered the ruling domain of Amun, but not of Ra. The Amun was of the the lower, which is the upper. (laughs) And because they played a (laughs) triple. And when them two gods as a deity came together, became known known as Amun-Ra. And that was the unification of the sciences from above and beneath. These beings dealing with chemistry are the ones that labeled us ethereal. And it said from the Ethereum, there were degrees from that 100% Ethereum to that 90%, 80%, 70%. And we're boasting with nine. Not realizing what nine ether really means. We're talking about when our year started to turn back. That's nine. When we were at a 100% ethereal, we didn't have care or what? Or density, body. This is a lower state the of wagon body. This is a lower state. So by the time you get down to the third piece of being, this is a being that has dropped from nine. You follow what I'm saying? It's called a healing level. When we were way up here with 19 and now we're down in 6. Why are we on 6? Because a lot of our children will now be born without 9. Years. A gaseous state. A gaseous state is a spiritual state. That is the state after liquid. But the error of water, as I said, has passed away. And the error of fear will ether, is in. The religions that based everything on water, like different people in water called it baptism and wudu and hustle and all these things, everything with water, are leaving. And the error of ether comes in. How important is that? It's important because prayer. Prayer. How many people want to pray? If a person was asked why do they want to pray, they wouldn't say anything from I think I need it, "It it help me spiritually, to a Have to get in tune with myself. Huh? Because uh, I want something. <laughs> Reverence to, to the Most High. Uh-huh. Get in tune with the higher. Good. Uh-huh. Anyone? Trying to connect back to each parents. That. Uh-huh. Anyone? Submission. Good. You finished? Okay. Prayer is the art of talking and not listening. Meditation is the art of listening and not talking. You will find that people that pray the most are going to be the hardest to reach. See, because they gather in decorated rooms with arabic or horses or stars of David or whatever, and once they get assembled in ranks and files or, or seats or whatever, they do not shut up and listen for the inner voice to give them a message. No prophet has ever said, I received a revelation while I was praying. They say, I received a revelation while I was meditating. Muhammad went up into the mountain, away from everybody, and fasted. And then he prayed and then he sat and waited. And listen. so as I said, when a person is indulging in prayer, they're talking. Everything's lava in prayer, they start off with a humble but they're talking. They're not listening. And in the midst of this ritual, they have a scholastic of prostration, piyama, back and isn't whole bunch of stuff. And then when they stop it, isn't the willing that's pointing their finger this way and they looking up looking at this greeting things. They're greeting angels that ain't there. Now there's a brother sitting there trying his best to be an angel, they're not acknowledging him. But they're going,
3: they
2: stuff that ain't in the Quran nowhere, either about to way. But they have all this talking and they get up and they go um, They're going to beat each other, and they go home. And they wait for the next of the five prayers to do the exact same ritual. Not once are they told, sit down, shut up, and listen to that voice inside of the nation. And listen to what it's saying. You know why people don't want to do that? Because the voice inside will tell you the truth about yourself. You can't lie to yourself.
4: You might not want to
2: hear what that voice has to say about you. So those kind of prayers are convenient. The Catholic Church the same way. The father's up there, whatever he's calling, the mom's seeing him. And he got all these literary clothes on. He's carrying on. He's in Latin. He's running on. Everybody, nobody's thinking. He held everything, breathing. He's balding. Everybody's doing all this stuff, but nobody's... They want to keep you crazy. Now the world, why did we pray for so many years? Because you were listening to any and everything. You had to stop listening in order to hear the truth. You had to discipline yourself, gather on you the There's nothing wrong with a jump start, an early morning prayer, a jump start of some physical and oration of gratitude and thanks for for getting up that morning, but by the time you get to the afternoon or the evening, you know, it's time to sit down and assimilate that day of events and what part it plays in this short journey through life that you're on. And then before you go to rest at night, then it's all right again. To say thank you for getting me through this day. And, and may I rest comfortably through this night. And thank you for my family and everybody else. And then go on to a state of rest or deep rest called sleep until the next morning. That's pretty good. But to keep a person praying constantly is to keep a person not thinking. And that's why it's positive for the Muslim and anybody else because you're not to the time is start, where it's because I hear someone calling me. Called the other Then I gotta run into a room and do a ritual of wudu, Washing and a door. I'm saying something as I'm washing. Then I go into the masjid and I sit down and I start my niya. I'm saying something. And if I get any time to rest, they say, pick up the Quran and read it. Don't sit there and think. If you get a little gray area, grab your Quran while you're waiting for prayer say your mom comes late. What they, what they tell us to do? Grab the Quran, sit there and start reading. Don't you think I would be lying? You think are still not sitting there just simply thinking. In fact, in Islam, if you finished Salah and a brother or sister stayed in the mosque in prostration, you would say, is that person crazy? Why is that person still kneeling down in the mosque? If someone stayed after prayer with pain on the floor because so they wanted to be in tune with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we would assume something was wrong with that person. We wake up, you, you fall asleep, brother or sister, are you okay? They say, yeah, I just want to sit there for a while. What's wrong? going to myself my well, You can't do that here, brother. That's taking place in the Muslim world right now. If you go to a religious environment and you don't do what they want you to do, step by step, ritual by ritual, they consider you a you and they're ready to bodily remove you. You go to the Church of God called Churches and they're locked on Sabbath. You go know, to the synagogue with the Jews, and they're locked on Sunday. Most mosques are locked every day, but Friday. They're not serving that purpose. They don't want you to start the inner journey to link up with the God within yourself. You follow that? Because that'll start you towards the bosom of Allah. And when you get in the bosom of Allah, you'll see what the Christians are talking about when they say Jesus is God. You have to get to the highest point of physical, from the lowest point of physical, to master physical. And you yourself or myself, as physical, are at the lowest point. Of I'm as physical as I can be. And that's nothing to do with your actions and your deeds walk, eat, or... That's what I mean. I mean, your very state of existence as a dense body is as physical as you could be. You can't get any harder. Now, of course, if you take a martial arts course and take a bag of hot sand and continue to bang your fist inside until you get calluses and say, click, 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 click on your knuckles, you can assume you got harder. You didn't get harder. You got nearer to getting skin cancer. It may be cute. You may feel cool. <laughs> With calluses on your hands and calluses on your feet, and you can go bang rock. It's very easy to break a brick, but bricks don't fight back. A whole bunch of wood and some guy jumped up and goes, hi uh, boom, and break it. Everybody goes, slap, 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 slap. them, high uh, boom, something hard as a brick like a rhinoceros. See how you handle that. You are as dense as you can become as a being. Your journey is definitely the other way. You must first study the degrees of density, which is introduced to you by religion. Because religion separates you from the spiritual realm by declaring you other than God. And declaring God or Allah or whatever name or spiritual, thus confirming that you must be physical, and that your journey from this physical state is to the spiritual realm. The idea, so you stay caught up in religion, separating yourself from God, praying to God. And when a man like this thing, the great honorable Elijah Muhammad comes along and says, give them back their stupidism," He insults your intelligence. You actually get offended. And the person says, Brother, you are God. I ain't, I ain't, no, God. I ain't no God. God is over God is here. He says, You are God. Now, even in the nation of Islam, they didn't listen to the lessons close enough to catch what he was saying. They said, man, "He is God." Talking about Father, or Farad or whatever name they chose. That's him right there. Not what the lesson said. Lesson said, "Who is the original man? The Asiatic black man maker on the planet Earth." He also added father of civilization, God of the universe. And that was not an Asiatic black man because, catch it now, that couldn't have been Farad because Farad was not an Asiatic black man. He was a half original, like Moses, as they put it, not original man. Now his father was an original man, according to their teaching. And his mother was a Caucasian, according to their teaching. That doesn't make him a Saudi Arabian. That makes him a mulatto. To be a Saudi Arabian, you have to have a Saudi Arabian mother and a Saudi Arabian father. The word mulatto was a compliment. The word mulatto comes from moled. It's an Arabic word. One who is of the sun. One who's of an original birth. That's where it comes from. Look it up. You know me. Don't believe me? Jesus. So now, if that lesson says that, uh, that Allah, the original man, the Asiatic black man, maker, owner, creator of the planet, father of civilization, black, and, most, and most important, but God that he was trying to teach them that all of you are God. That's not that fault. That's in the song I and mean, the That brother there thinks he's a prophet. Me. He thinks he's the Messiah. I'm not a prophet. I'm not the Messiah. Though I do prophesy. I don't want the you. It's limiting. Though I am a Messiah, because I anoint people, and I was anointed, I'm going to be the Messiah. It's limiting. I'm God. And so are you. Let you take a drop of water out of the ocean and put into that drop of water micro-living being, that drop becomes an ocean. You with me? It's only a drop when it's in the presence of the ocean. When it all to itself, it in itself is an ocean. And if I am in the image and after the likeness of God and that God that they speak about in Genesis is an Elohim consisting of both good and bad qualities Cherubim and Cherubim or Tov and Ra however they want to put it if I am of God and they say look look now the man has become like one of us to know so if I am like that God and that God has good and evil, that explains why I do so much evil. So much shadiness and shiftiness. And don't act like you don't. That also explains why you want to do good and do good by the way. Right? Because it's there. And that makes us that drop of water from that great ocean to all. And I don't care how far you take water away from the ocean, it's always trying to get back. You put water in your hands, it'll seep through your fingers, through the cracks of your hands, and if not, it will evacuate into the atmosphere if you put it into a, a, a contained environment where it can't seep through, You let that water sit there, and it may take months, but that water will evaporate. Go up there and come back down and find its way back to that ocean. If they mix coffee in it, and sugar in it, and milk in it, when it gets into your body, your body's going to split the water, take the coffee and the sugar, you follow and the milk and then take the water out of the milk, you follow that and maintain the force that body as water. So if the body maintains its liquid state, it then already passed the solid state. It's already on its way back to the ocean. Christianity is a physical state. That's why we call the first degree crisis. It's all based on the death of a man and the resurrection of a man. For you to receive perfection, you must pass through this physical thing. That's it. Moses' is the law. It's not the physical. It's the death. It's law. It's ritual. It's practice. But it's not death. Nowhere in Judaism they say you should die to go to heaven for your sins. It says kill something else. Sacrifice a lamb, a goat, a dove, a turtle dove, an oxen, but don't sacrifice human beings. They got it backwards. It should be Christianity, Judaism, and Islam. It's not Judaism, Christianity, and They got it backwards. That's the gas. When you get to Islam, it's all supposed to be spiritual happening, the leftover Christians and the leftover Jews conquered Islam. That's why Islam is called Islam. A state of peace. But the mortals and seraphims want to define it as submission. Because submission is bodily and spiritual or bashful liquid participation. I submit. They say whole body, body and soul, all remnants is due to Allah, no equal have these. All is physical. They removed that the highest point of Islam was the, with the soul, the Sufi. That all Muslims, the Quran says, say, Zikr Allah, Zikr Allah. Remember Allah. Remember Allah. Remembering is not talking. So they take remembering and say, oh, you want me to remember Allah? Listen to this. This is Islam. Listen. Remember Allah. So they sit down and go, Allah, 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 Allah. It's not remembering. When I say to you to remember your childhood, you immediately... Start on an inner journey back to your childhood. You go inside yourself back in time to find a point in your childhood that you prefer. Because I didn't specify, remember your first beating, or your first dog, or your first bike, or your first fall, or your first boyfriend, or your first school day. I just said, remember your childhood which is such a massive amount of time that you have to decide where in that childhood Mm -hmm. so when someone says remember Allah they're saying go inside back like your childhood and find some point in there where you can remember something Allah has done you might go back and say I remember the day my little brother and I was standing there. And when he came out, it was just fantastic to see life emerge from the mirror. Allah, Akbar. You know, that might be the way you remember Allah. You might be, I was there when my grandmother died. I was there when she took her last breath. And she looked like she looked over at me. And she sighed and she smiled. I heard to take that breath. I remember when I first went to church and I was sitting there and the rebel was just preaching. And my grandma was on this side, my grandfather on this side, and my friend was over there, my uncle was over there. The church, a family church. It was so beautiful. I just got this feeling inside. I felt so warm and loved I remember Allah, just, just, just stick with Allah. I could do that with Judaism, Buddhism, whatever. It doesn't have a denomination. Because it's taking you back on the journey to where you relinked up the divine. You made connection with your past. parents.
1: We will continue with the man of the hour, Dr. Malachi D. York, the reformer for this day and time. Right after these messages.
4: Hey, man, hey, hey, bro, hey, bro, man. Hey, man, I see you, you that Got that book in your hand, man, written by Dr. Yoke, man. Where you get that book from, cuz, the man, I've been on live, I've been on eBay, I've been on Amazon. I've been on some of them goddamn bootleg ass Dr. York sites and shit, man. These motherfuckers charging goddamn damn damn rent money and a goddamn down payment on a house and shit for some of them Dr. Yoke books, man. It hard to hell to find a goddamn one. Then I went fucked around and went on goddamn... Amazon, they was selling the holy tablets and shit. For goddamn, it was a goddamn notebook. It was a goddamn, goddamn holy tablets and a goddamn binder, man. These motherfuckers charge like $6, $7, 800 for these Dr. York books, man. Hey, man, what can I goddamn get me one of them Dr. York book reasonable, man? You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about like at least goddamn some of his shit, man. These motherfuckers, man, these motherfuckers really motherfucking charging out the ass, y'all. I need a legit place. Where the fuck can I get me some Dr. York books that man, that I won't motherfucking out there go broke over. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Does this sound like you? Well,
1: of course it does. Oh, or, matter of fact, it did until you found out about All Eyes on Egypt and Monticello, Georgia. That's right. All Eyes on Egypt and Monticello, Georgia. You don't ever have to worry about where is your mind. Who can you speak to? All these bogus, fake bootleg sites that are perpetrating and pretending that they're selling Dr. Malachi's New York book. And even if they did, they're not selling it at an affordable price. Don't go to no one else. No one. No robots, no websites, no none of that. Get all your Dr. Malachi's New York books right here at All Eyes on Egypt. And we're running a sale on Man from Planet Riches at $19. The El Holy Tablets is at $70. Also, let's not forget the Sacred Wisdom of the hoodie. That's in right now. Get it now while you can at $25. So much more. The Right Knowledge Series. The Christ Series. The Mohammedism. The Mosesism. The Christism we got everything the luciferian conspiracy everything's written by dr Malachi New York at a legitimate affordable price and a legitimate store authorized by dr Malachi New York himself don't waste your time. Don't waste your money and enjoy the rest of your life knowing that All Eyes on Egypt in Monticello, Georgia is dependable, trustworthy, and authorized by Dr. Malachi New York. Why wait? Pick up the phone today. Call 706-468-2319 and speak to a live person. Only at All Eyes on Egypt, Monticello, Georgia. That's Eyes E-G-I-T-T-G-A dot com. Call us today. Now, welcome back to the Man of the Hour.
3: Doc, with all the things happening
1: today, why is it that Nubians aren't responding and not realizing that the end of the world is near?
2: With all the doctrine that's coming out and all the different things that we're doing little by little, you know, you're having an effect on the people in a big way. Saying, and you just got to be ready for it. Unfortunately a lot of mediums are not into computers like we are. And um, so they don't even know about the hellbox. They don't even know, don't know box, right? Comet, right? you don't know about the hellbox right comet. A lot of you don't know about the hellbox comet yet. And that's why I, I got what I did is I got a copy of the tape so they can hear the amorites tell them about a craft like 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 entity that has, seems like it's alive, yet not alive that's four times the size of Earth that they just discovered. And NASA is confirming that it's there, next to a meteorite that came into this in two years ago called Heber. And it's on the tape, near they called Heber. And they're actually talking about this, this new craft thing, and they tell you it's coming towards Earth, and it's intelligently controlled, and it's coming to get a group of people. And they say on the tape, that these group of people that they're coming to get are people that are involved in in advanced studies and 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 no they literally said on the tape he they said they're out to teach people did anybody hear any it yet oh you're like, you'll like, pick it up right dropping the guitar on the way back home and listen to it and the end of it the guy says uh, in the beginning of it in fact he says um uh, I'd like to thank um Dr. and something Malachi. That's not me now, right? It's somebody who uses the name Malachi. Most of them don't pronounce the name Malachi, they pronounce the name Malachi. Right? So it's a slip of tongue. When they say Malachi, that means they, they're letting us know where it's all But They cannot deny. And we have the, we went into the computer and um, internet and they showed us the comet. They had pictures of the comet in there. And, um, it's good to know it's there. They notice it's Nibiru, and they literally say on the tape, uh, Zachariah Sitchin refers to this as Nibiru. Next, um, came into us was, um, I tried to facet as many people as I can. I don't know if you got it. the skull. Right? Y'all get the skull? The skull over the knackle. The twice the chromium, twice the size. And right after that, about two days later, they sent us the skull of a pyramid cone. Because when we said the cone is the real, people thought we you were know, copying on Saturday Night Live. because they don't know that everything that Amorite does he, he puts put the intelligence in front of you so he won't believe it. But they got actual skulls. And we're getting more information coming constantly because now that people know through the internet that we're the source of this information, they feel free sending us stuff. Amorites, everybody! I got clippings. I got like ten stories on how Jesus was married to Mary Magdalene. You heard somebody else read that one had children. How his kids moved? You know, was protected by the you know whom. Except all these stories are coming out. They had a whole thing on television Yellow other night on um, Discovery or one of them where they talk about you know the you know the um, grave of, of skulls. The Grave of Skulls under Old Jerusalem. Well, they have a place called the Grave of Skulls under Old Jerusalem, for those who don't know. Where they have all the skeletons of all the popes and all of that. And that's that place where they say that um, Freemasons go when they reach a certain degree. Believe me, I know. And they go to Jerusalem and they go beneath Old Jerusalem and they see the body of Jesus. And uh, they've taken the body of Muhammad out of the 18th century, out of Medina. That's when they rebuilt Medina, the mosque in the north. and they, When they did that there, what actually happened is the, the shriners took the body of Muhammad out of that, which they had preserved, and his body is also in, uh, under there. And, and only uh, people of a certain degree of Freemasonry are allowed to see it it's a confirmation. Actually, they're not looking at Jesus' body, they're looking at Bar Jesus' body. Was in there also, in a in higher degree, they tell you that Jesus went to Egypt, and he died there at 120. But Jesus' son, why he was the one that was killed in the streets of Jerusalem, body transported to the Vatican in Rome, where they simulated the crucifixion of him there, kept his body there for a certain amount of years, and then the Knights of Templar went there and got it, and bought it, and put it in a special, special chamber, where they keep things they're also, I don't know if some of y'all remember years ago I said, under the Sphinx, there's some documents here ago I told y'all about that, they're trying to get up under the, the Sphinx to get to these documents. They found out the Sphinx is the symbol, was a symbol of, in, a, in the astrological chart of the ancient Egyptians, you know, as the, uh, the era of Leo, the lion. That's what it's supposed to symbolize and has something to do with the Mars project and what they refer to as the Adama project. This is that one Adama. Right? And so, they are unmasking. Because we should never say they discovered anything. They don't discover. They uncover. They uncover things that we buried. Right? So, a new word. Just a new one for you. Right? (laughs) They don't discover anything. Anyway, they're starting to uncover a lot of the things that's going to confirm everything that you have put trust in me in is going to become confirmed for you in front of your own eyes. I know not that you need it. I know some of y'all <clears throat> is follow me wherever I And I teach you that. I, but I'm just saying it is good for those who come to your class with the skeptic. And I didn't say skeptic. I said skeptic. They come skipping around <laughs> looking for some type of evidence to what appears to be a science fiction movie when you start kicking the doctrine on them. I know deep in your heart, as much as you may have loved me and I you, when you had to go out and teach what I was teaching you, it was difficult. <laughs> you know, the guys really from another planet. And He has 19 spirits talking to him, and, and, you know, never mind, we'll pick this up later. (laughs) Let's talk about about something that appears more sensible, but the confirmation of who and what I am is confirming itself, and that's the best I can ask for from my brother beyond on the stars because they give me just a little help. Because to come here, you know, to incarnate into this individual's body and try to convey this message to people that have been so televisioned, so subliminally sedated, I mean that they removed the essence of the nine from you and implanted the six, the lower side of the circle. It's such a hard job just to get you to not listen to the wrong music. You think you're saying something cool. When you say, I like um, such and such in music, you don't understand nothing about music. You all are familiar with the 800 megahertz frequencies that are coming through the air now. You're familiar with that. You do? You do. The, no, you're not. OK, well, I thought I talked about it. Well, you know that each one of the human beings have, in their brain, they're called magnetic particles. That's the best term that they can come up with them. One day, of course, I'll give you the real name, but let's let them play with it for a while. Magnetic particles. You have nine magnetic particles in your brain. All right? These magnetic particles can be affected by wavelengths, by frequencies higher and lower. Now, the cellular phones are all set at 800 megahertz, and that brain of yours was 900 megahertz. You follow that? And it drops down. When Honorable Agamemnon was speaking about the brain capacity of an Amorite being less than that of a Nubian, they were talking about that frequency response. Your ability to respond to sound. Alright? Of course, as you know, microwave also. Is moving on a sound. I I think I explained that a couple years ago how microwave cooks food by sound, which means that they're able to cue in and deaden some of those magnetic particles. A lot of Nubians, instead of walking around in nine ether, and nine ether is beyond the hair, come out in the nine ether state of activated nine magnetic particles. they have dropped down to four, three, two, and when you see a brother who's totally delirious, unable to coagulate words, he is about down to one. And some just go vegetate out. And what they have to do is they give you all types of drugs so that it drops your body down to what's referred to as an alpha wavelength which is one step from dead, and that way you'll stay what they refer to as monotone, monotheosis, monotone, mono, they keep you dead, right? And so they are now capable of sending these frequencies out. They are putting these stations along the road. I know as y'all cross the country, if you look up, you see this thing on a tall pole, and it's shaped like a tetrahedron, and it has little things on all three sides. Just look for them, and you'll see them. Well, right now the government has 24 different satellites aligned to the planet, around the planet. All right? And he has 24,000 of the receivers and senders situated across the country. He is able to tune in to your radio via frequencies. It's called frequency response. This unit that I picked up, that I, that I bought here and clicked on, is a unit that's making it possible for everybody on Pradesh to turn to a certain station on the radio and they can hear me talking without any wires which means I'm sending controlled frequencies to the air. You follow that? Once I understand, once I understand as human and that his brain waves are l- between 900 and 700, you follow? Of brain 900 and 700 on megahertz, I can send out certain types of frequencies. I can also lock these frequencies into music. Because when they started doing this, they did it in a place called uh, Wackenhut Naval Base. Just investigating investigation to find out that's where they started at. And the reason why they referred to it as the harp project, if you've heard of that, out of Alaska is because a harp, of course, is an instrument. And they know that by strumming a harp, you can get different response. Years ago, a lot of people used to come to me and and ask me, how do they line their body up? And I would tell them what they had to do is go to a keyboard and um, take middle C and find the two eighths of octave. Find the octave between middle C, from one to the next. Of course, you know it's eight notes. And I said, you go up and down the keyboard until you find that note that soothes your body. And then you'll know what key you're vibrating on. You know what vibration works with your body. The uh, Buddha or the Tibetan, they know about this. And so they have learned how to make their throat make three sounds simultaneously. And they chant like that. Constantly. And they got this going on. Right now while we're sitting here, meanwhile, the practitioners of the faith off, and they're on another frequency while the priests are pulling. See, sound is a strange thing. If Deke is making a certain sound and I do another sound, a half step up or a whole step up, And I do a, or let's say he does a one, and I do a three, and he does a five, we create what's called harmony. You follow that? As you know, none of the groups are singing in harmony no more. They have this new kind of harmony called unitary in harmony. They think they're singing in harmony because two or three of them are singing the same note, and it's partially unison. Unison in part harmony, and none of the kids have it no more. Because they had to stop that because that vibrates three bones up here in the sinus that connect to the tetrahedron that the nose creates, which opens the eye of the the third eye. They know what frequencies we move on. They know our emotional state. They flip them on and off. At different times. For instance, Sunday morning, they have it on a very low frequency and people feel it's Sunday. Even when they're not Christian. They have it where, well it's Sunday, it's kind of calm. When it comes to about eight o'clock Sunday, they start to speed up the, 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 the oscillation Right, and I'm going to get the oscillators in a minute. Speed up the oscillation valves inside the frequency you get the response and get higher pitch and people become more hyper. Suddenly people start speeding faster because they're trying to get them prepared for money. What has happened is they know that our body moves on a different frequency, we respond differently than theirs does. Obviously, because most Caucasian singers singing high natural voices. Most Nubian singers sing in low voices. Or they were forced to emulate the Amorite and use was referred to as a false settle, or a placement, but not a natural high voice. Very few Nubian singers have a natural high voice unless they go out their way. To like feel or a couple of other who want to be Amorite, go out their way to sound like Amorite. They're already programmed. They've already got inside his head when he had that accident, and altered his frequency. They can also alter your frequency response. Let me tell you what I mean about that, so you get a better understanding. Um, Years ago I tried to teach this, but people wasn't as ready then as they are now. Simple, not uncomplicated. It's the period of time that music took a to change. From the time you came in from Africa, when everything was based on drums and chants, right? And you had a kalimba, you follow that? And you had a marimba. And then as it moved into the Latino world, and you had a kunda, and et cetera, et cetera. You know the, the instruments I'm talking about that apply to us as a people. All right. Now, eventually, our music went into blues. Of course, Blues was a result of the fact that the Amorite gave us the blues. He took everything from us, beat us up, robbed us, raped us, castrated us, and we became quite depressed. As a result, our music, which is our emotion, became depressed. In due time, that blues changed into rock and roll for people who had cars (laughs) and R&B for those who didn't. The reason why they called it rock and roll is because little Caucasian kids with combs in their back pocket and grease in their hair and bucks on used to drive around with their car radios on and rock while they rolled. Most Nubians couldn't afford a car, so ours was based on rhythm and blues. All it was done standing one place dancing. And the blues was mixed in depression, now with rhythm, and we called it up-tempo. Beat up the tempo a little bit. And there we got rhythm and blues. All right, Ambrights, of course, wanted rhythm and blues, the same way a lot of Negroes want to try to do heavy metal and rock. It won't work. Hootie and the Blowfish, it won't work long. He was just put out there to destroy the fact that they had no Caucasians that came up with any good hits this year, and they needed a Negro who's a Caucasian, to take all the awards, that's all. All right, so as that happened, he started squeezing us, namely the men, to get us to start singing in high voices, commenced around the 60s. And that produced Delfonics, Blue Magic, Stylistics, Black Ivory, Shy Lights, Nancy Morton, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, Temptations had, but they had a uh, meld on A lot of the hit records were based on, um, Aleem is his real name, Eddie Kendrick was his, um, other name, right? And he was a falsetto. This was done intentionally to get us to love high-pitched sounds. You follow? Because that's the only way we can get a hit record, is to sing the way they want. And so Blue Magic and everybody, we all screaming our voices out, trying to sound like white people with white men sing naturally in a high voice. You know, with the Southern Right? But um, they managed to control our minds then. While we were in these clubs you know, clubs are used for one thing, gathering people or hitting people in the head with, and when you went to a club, both things would happen to you. They were gathering you and clubbing you in the head. Right, okay? So, we were gathering these clubs, and it before disco preaching in, and we started dancing. The best thing we could go back to was our Latin roots. You follow that? So we grabbed the Latin, and we started going to the Palladium, and dancing to the Allegro All-Stars and Gino uh, Puente, Pacheco, and we was in it, and he saw that the Latin population was becoming one with the Negro population, and that really frightened him, and we realized that we were the same family. So he tried to split us, but as a split occurred, instead of us going totally away, we started hustling. You know what hustle means, right? Moving fast, jumping around that clown. So we started hustling. And then what he did is he staged an invasion of America by a group called Devo. And they came in with a sound, Trans Europe Express. Had no body language. The group stood there in plastic hats and black eyes and no motion. And just was saying over and over again, Trans Europe First, that's all they said. Trans, Europe, Express. And we're beep, and anybody was listening at them, what they were doing is they were introducing the Moog Synthesizer. One of the first first synthesizers to come in and take out analog sounds, to bring in digital, to take out acoustic sounds and bring in the synthetic instrument. By acoustic sound, I mean when you see a person pick up a guitar with natural strings, not even the metal strings even, the cat gut strings, with a wood body, and they're playing that sound with no metal and no wires no amplification, that's uh, acoustic. When you see a guy pick up a guitar that's all plastic and stick a wire, and sometimes he's going to meet you. Uh, that's the first stages of digital, though a lot of the times the original amplifiers were still analog. Analog means work by two. Tesla's baby. All right? Digital pours out. All right, so they in this group called Devo, and they came in to remove the soul. We moved gradually out the hustle into what was called the bus stop. It was a form of destroying. Amorites took the hustle because what happened is the gay population liked the hustle because it had a lot of body flair to it. It was very much like bulging. Everything was spinning and throwing their hands up. So this was a, a way for a guy to get his sugar out of his shoes without the public. Right. He could consider himself a good hustler. Right? And then from that, he could move over to become a good disco dancer. So the guys that you knew that were very good dancers in the discotheque were usually had a little sugar in their shoes. And they had it working, they had it working together. They knew what they were doing. All right? And then after they did that, they started slowly and surely introducing their music to our children. Now, how they do that? They remove all of the real instruments. 99% of the music that you hear on the radio or record or tape or CD today is synthetic. The, the violins are fake, the bass is fake, the drums are fake. It's all in drum machines, no more human element. Without the human element, there's really no emotion. And I don't care whether they tell you, no, when I sample, I put my emotions in it. You put your emotions in the first three licks, and then when you push that continuation button and it goes on by itself, there's no more emotions regardless of what you say. You follow? This is all part of the plan for mind control. The HARP project relates to the Rainbow project. Because where there's sound, there's light. And when sound vibrates, different frequencies give off different colors of light. When you look up into a rainbow and you see the seven colors of the rainbow, if you would, if they could tap a wire into the violet, you'd get a certain frequency that would give you a certain tone. They knew that. I'm saying that to say, they knew that they had to destroy the root of nine people, not the hair. They had to get down beneath the hair, the hair grows out of the root, and that's connected to the protein in the body. That's the the essence of you. They had to get down inside to destroy that before they could destroy the God in you and turn you from a man to a beast. Which they have, in most cases, if you look at the media today, succeeded in doing People have transformed into beasts. You are afraid when you walk through a mall, And you are the newbies, And you're afraid of your own people, yes. because that's how dangerous they appear to be. Don't tell me that every place you go, if you come across a bunch of newbies, you're never afraid. Even if you're afraid for what you might have to do to one of them niggas, it's still fair you don't feel like having to hurt nobody, and you definitely don't want to get hurt. But they have done something, there's definitely a transformation that's taken place. So what happened is, they eased into the recording studios and made something that was exclusively controlled by record companies a public fad. Get your own recording studio, your own drum machine, your own everything you put in your basement and do your own mixing and sampling and make your own record. They eliminated all of the acoustic pianos. They even made what they referred to as an electric acoustic piano by Yamaha. And I said it as Yamaha and not Yamaha because the arrows are also a part of it. And if you look at the Leviathan cover, you'll see I have arrows on there too because they have been working with the devil way back, and I put it in the Levitian book where you see each one of the Saudi Arabian kings sitting with a different president. This has not been one sympathizer. This goes all the way back to the Sultan himself, who you can find in the first page of the cover of Noble Jew book, and made reference to several times in the Nation of Islam teaching. They also... I might add, make the mistake with that new information, of giving Muhammad two identities in the nation of Islam teaching. One Muhammad in the message to the black man is referred to as a black Arab. They say he was of the black Arab nation, right in the message to the black man. Another set of teachings say Says that Muhammad was a Caucasian and that the wise men came together and told him how he could not convert his people and he died as a result of a broken heart. That is two different Muhammad. One is Muhammad the Conqueror of Palestine, which is clear in the lessons when it says that the devil helped us take. Palestine. The Prophet Muhammad of fourteen hundred years ago, the black Arab, had nothing to do with Palestine ever. He never had any dealings with Caucasians in his whole life. There's no place ever recorded of Rasulullah Muhammad alayhi wasalam, ever having anything to do with Caucasians. They mention them in the Quran under the term Rum, a surah named Rum. But that's it. They mention it in Surah Taha, and on the, uh I think it's 2102, on the day the trumpet is blown, we shall gather together the guilty blue-eyed. Now, of course, the Arabs, in their latest translation out of Saudi Arabia, which I have, the latest Quran, has blue eyes. Before it was Blair blaring, Zurkana I means blue. Zurqa azra everybody knows it means blue. But that's the fact. No, we don't. The point is that to set that record straight, Muhammad was not making uh, a mistake in reference to Muhammad being white in one place and black in the next. No, contrary. It was two different Muhammad. Muhammad the conqueror was the one that's talking about in the one that's fourteen in the class. That's not what Surah Allah they're talking about, of taking devil's head. Prophet Muhammad never killed an Amorite in his life, because he never came in contact with Amorites. However, Muhammad the Conqueror called the great Prophet Muhammad by the Europeans, he did kill Amorites, and he was brokenhearted in so far as Salahuddin, defender of the faith, went into the courts of King Richard, revived him, lived with him, when he was wounded, remember he almost struck down with a lamb, brought him back to life and could not convert him. And wasn't able to convert the invading Christians who came to Jerusalem. The Muslims there could not convert those Christians because they did not realize they were dealing with the rose and the cross a certain degree of nice and freemasonry at who know more than this long. And so he was brokenhearted for that. You got that part of the chapter? All right. So now, getting back to the situation him. So here in the world of North America, we were now in these clubs getting banged upside the head with this new music that had only a bottom and a top called disco. We broke away from it. And in came synthetic instruments, and they rushed in the population access to all types of machines, drum machines, keyboards, keyboards that play by themselves, pre-coded keyboards, just put the button in the music play, you know, everything to keep you on a synthetic wavelength. Why? To get back to the point, to try to damage the nine magnetic particles in the brain. You are King Kong in his stories. Want the story? King Kong is a giant gorilla with supernatural strength. He was a god while he was in Africa. The reason why they call him King Kong is because Congo is Central Africa, and he's implying everybody in Africa, the Congo. The king is under the spell. In his homeland in Africa, he's worshiped by his own people. Every night he would come to their town or their village, would yet? And he had a big fence built up against him, wouldn't he? And he would they would have offerings of young virgins for him. And he would come to the town and they would put the virgins up there and that would appease them and he would go about his business. And he lived like that. It was all right. Everybody was happy. So um, Canaanites came along, stumbled into their village, and it came evening, and they had to start running and closing the gates, if you remember. Remember that? And they got scared and said, what's going on? They said, close the face. La Boomba. Kong was coming. And they was in La Boomba, you know, stuff that they play. And in time, there were these large boom, boom steps. And they saw King Kong in the face. And it came to their mind was how to get King Kong back to America on stage so they can make the money out of it. So what they did... Is they lord him with a white woman, because he was used to that. So the Africans said, "If we give him her, he might not want to come back at all." You to blame Washington? So King Kong kidnaps the white woman and runs off into the woods. Thus starts the episode of the Hammerites going throughout Africa to get the king. The giants and bring them to America. Eventually, they sedate King Kong while he is trying to have a sexual relationship with this white woman. And they inject him, sedate him, tie him down, put him on a ship, and sail him through the passage over to America. When he gets to America, America, they presented me the public, chained down, and all these Amorites in a party having a good time. That's you. Chained down mentally, while Amorites have a good time. He left you in a party, but you're going to be the clown, nigga. So moving on, it was about the music that won the case. Alright, let's get back to what we was at. So what they did is they removed those instruments they vibrate with our chemistry and now every Negro got some synthetic instrument in his basement he's pushing little Casios and Panasonic's and all fake all removing the essence back to the point the rainbow project which is sending out these wavelengths that is called mind control started back there with who? Rainbow Plus. Who's Rainbow? Phoenix, Rainbow. Phoenix, Rainbow. Now, Phoenix, Rainbow. Test was a part of what? Phoenix. Rainbow, Velik. Remember Time Machine Philadelphia Experiment? Well, the Philadelphia Experiment was initially Intended for the sole purpose of creating invisibility for radar, which they already have called the stove. You understand? When they got into it, the mathematicians who got involved in it found out that also they can interfere with the brain because of what they refer to as zero time reference. That is all five or six of y'all went through a time loop here, when you came back, abdul Baik would be affected one way, you'd be affected another, she another, she another, and him another. They found that out. They realized that time has something to do with now. That time in the future has already happened. And time in the past is still happening. I think I told y'all about that years ago. I said, if a person's adrenaline is a high point when they die, it will stamp in now. And they will reiterate that incident, and this is why people sometimes think they're driving along and they see a ghost run across the road. And it's calibrated that they come back to that same spot every year or sometimes every 10 years, depending on how it aligns, that that same thing will happen over and over again. A lot of hauntings, as they call them. They make clear that this is a haunted house. What happened? A woman walks along that staircase every night at 12 o'clock on the dock. And so people come in, they set up monsters, and lo and behold, it's a disembodied soul, an exoplasm, an ethereum, an essence that is trapped in now. They can't get out of now. Now keeps happening over and over. The event was so traumatizing that they can't get out of it. It's happening all the time. It's called lost souls, trapped souls, trapped in limbo. They've got terms for days about it. It happens already in your mind if you don't think it's possible. And I'll tell you when it has happened. There are incidents in your life where regardless of what you're doing, you'll flash back to a certain corner where events took place. If you had friends or something you hung out on one spot and it could have been 20, 30 years ago, you can flash back to that. Or you can flash back to an incident in a concert where you was having a good time. Or you can flash back to falling off a bike or whatever. But you have these things that have, are called now already taking place in your mind and you are away from it sometimes 10, 15, and 20 years. Everybody here, has had one of those events stamped in their mind, And that event reoccurs periodically. But what keeps you from being trapped in the now of that event is that the body is dying forwardly. You see? Because when you were born, you started dying. You with me? And you were dying because your cells were dying. You must expire. That's why they call it expiring. Expiration. You must expire before you can become totally ethereal again. But the events that take place while you are expiring, they stamp themselves in now. Like Go back to, not the Savior's Day, but the last Savior's Day, and remember an event. And when you remember the event, you are reliving right now. Break it down. So now is, now is the all. The all is not moving forward with you. And the all was not left in the past with you. Everything that takes place has a purpose or it won't. Light, for instance. Light was a necessity to exist within a certain period of time in the All. Light didn't begin with the all, because if light began with the all, then the all would be light. God, Allah, Om, Fe'os, Hashem, Adonai, Yahweh, Elohim, all of them are events in the all appropriated for specific time zones. When they needed to be, that is why I said two years ago. Before you believed in a law, he didn't exist. Before you knew of a law, he didn't exist. Because all that really exists to you is you right now. <laughs> and when you're talking to a Negro, and they're talking about what's going to happen. You tell them that's not, not important. What's important, see, what's important. What's moving on is right now, and how much time I waste talking to you and what I benefit or lose while talking to you. Because whenever you come in contact with any two people, I mean, or any two people come in contact with each other, One is gaining and one is losing. If you give something to somebody, I don't care what they ask you, they're still just another human being, you've lost. If they give something to you, you've gained. How do you utilize now? If you come out here and you talk to me, I give you Something that you
4: take with you forever. It's like saying, see that puddle over there? Don't fall. On so now when you leave me,
2: and as you encounter people in each event of now in your life, you come to find out things I say become important at the moment. Meaning, someone starts a conversation, and you say, that's interesting.
4: Pop, i just talking about that.
2: Bam, you're right on I need that now. <laughs> mm-hmm. They want to alter our now. Because we have a new zero time reference. We are altering time. For all intents and purposes, it all should be over. But it has just begun. All of my beloved brothers who preceded me, all of them, the messenger, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, the prophet, Noble Juwali, the seer, Marcus garvey all of them were leading up to now, where we can start time from here.
4: Yes, absolutely. Yes. I was wanting to elaborate more on the uh, thing
2: you said, E1 plus E2 equals the light of the sun. Yes. Um, When you say E1, E2, and I know you like that subject because I watch your classes.
3: <laughs> it was pretty good. I watched some pretty good piece
2: Y'all guys are doing pretty good out there. Thank you. Um, when you say E one and E two equals the sun light, basically all you're saying is hydrogen and helium, right? H one is really hydrogen. On the other side of it, there has to be an etheric light for the other sun, U two, the etheric sun. You have the manifestation of a sun on this side, and then you have a manifestation of an sun on the other side, an energy light. Let me show you what happens with that. In the um, Islamic world, touching on a base, you have what's called the star and crescent.
3: You
2: follow that? And they say that it's a symbol of the universe. The light symbol of this and this and this. It's illusion, it's a lie. it's a confusion symbol. The reason why I say that, I'm going back to the sun, that's where I'm going at, is because when you see a crescent, you see that? And you put a star right here, or right here from your side, you see that in the, in the, in the crescent? I ask you, is that possible? Think before you answer, please. Don't be no, don't be no, don't, don't want to hurt me. You know what I mean? We want to know. Is it possible for the star to sit in a crescent? Why not? That's right. Because the crescent is a moon. And the whole moon is really there. You're just seeing a portion block. And stars are further away from us than the moon. So most could get on this side of the moon without blocking it out. It's a symbol of deception. You follow? And identifies with the triple darkness on the other side of the ether. That there is a recognition of other suns. Now, on this side of the ether, you have H1 hydrogen. Right? Again, 554 million tons of hydrogen is changed into 550 million tons of helium each second on the sun. That means hydrogen combines to make helium, 2He. And as helium burns, it gives off more hydrogen. Sunlight had to make that sun. Someone had to create that formula because it could never reach the helium without some outside force bringing them together to start this tumbling process. So just like that sun on this side gives light will on the physical plane On the other side, Ether 1 and Ether 2 produces the light of the sun on the spiritual side. And the process is Ether 1 changes into Ether 2, which gives off bad information that is then rejuvenated into good information and gives off pure light. Let me tell you what I mean, buddy. When the man comes along that can take bad information and make it good information, he is the son of righteousness. When the man comes along that can take the teachings of the law, which has been corrupted information and take that corrupted information and make it good information and healthy information for the people, that's the son of righteousness. When that man comes along that can take that Quran that has been tampered with and write the wrong in it, that's the son of righteousness. The same applies to the Torah. When a man comes along that can take the teachings of the messenger or the prophet, Gabriel and change those bad teachings into good teachings for you, that's the son of righteousness. But the man can take dead soil, and the sun can come out and grow fresh vegetables in it. When I can come here and take this earth, you people, and rejuvenate you a life in you and grow in you, I'm inside you like a plant, and I'm blossoming in your brain. I'm turning you into pure light without you even realizing it. When that person comes, that person is called the son of righteousness. But the sad part about it is he can only come at the end, right like before the great and dreadful day. His presence represents the great and dreadful day. When the messenger of Allah, Muhammad, finished his mission. He had succeeded in turning the hearts of the fathers toward their sons, but the devil stepped in and disrupted. That's why I was necessary. I was off in my cradle in Anazar. I was not involved in what they were doing, but when they corrupted what he was doing for them, then it was necessary. For them to take and bring the Yahweh, or the Lord, into existence. That I may, at the son of righteousness, turn all of this bad to good. You were falling off the cliff, and you had to be caught. Meaning, you were fed up. You were being confused. You were being lied to. You were following along, and you were seeing corruption in the mob. You were seeing corruption in the synagogues. You were seeing corruption in the churches. They did not send a preacher. They did not send a religious man. I've been telling people for years, stop trying to judge me as a religious man so you can find fault in my character. I'm not a religious man. I am a teacher. Religious people don't work well with you. You need a teacher. Someone that will allow you to badger them just to give you the truth. Someone that will allow you to exercise all your egos at them just to give you the truth. You understand? So I incarnate here. So I can stand before you. And in all that you have been given, and all that you have been taught, in all that you read, and all that you've Think you know when you come before me, you have to humble yourself. Because no how far the ladder you think you are, you know I can humble you. And it is better to have one man humble you and you rule all other men than to argue with me and be ruled by all of them. You follow me? It's better to stand before me as a father and let me chastise you and get you right. And you look good in the eyes of everybody else than stand out there looking like a fool. Because when you see a brother on the street now in a bow tie, you follow you be saying, he just don't know. He just don't know. When you see a father of Yahweh in Yahweh, you say, he just don't know. They have no idea. The biggest conversation y'all have in your travel for the day is people have no idea what's going on. Damn, look at these people. They don't even know this world coming down. They don't even know the American are here. They don't know if independence, the movie Independence is, is, is them telling them something. You know it don't. And that is the blessing. Money are called. And I stood up in 1970, and I yelled, and I called, and I said, Many are called, but few are chosen. When they sit the sit it, all of them left. Some of them are back in the street niggas. Some of them think, Oh, he's so slick. He's this. He's that. No, I'm the man that's consistent in fact. Of what you see me as because you unjudged me by religious eyes and said he's not a holy man. Heard he does this. He sings music. I can do that. I can do all of that. I'm not your preacher. I ain't your imam. I told him in Brooklyn, don't call me imam. I'm not no imam. Okay, imam. I'm not a religious person. I am simply a teacher, a man coming to right the wrong, and my very presence, and what I stand for, and what I teach you, is doing the job, A job nobody can. none of y'all came and all those fools that left here, and all those that were fools that left here, All they can talk about is the teaching, not the teaching. They can talk about me and how much they don't like me and how I didn't do this and how I didn't do that. But one thing I always did was my job. Regardless of what I neglected you, a book was still coming out for the whole of our people. You follow thing I have many people saying, you know, brother so-and-so misses you. I said, I don't remember me. Who it is he? He ceased to exist in my world. Because I have a job to do that's bigger than you. They don't understand a person with a mission. They don't understand your insanity about their mission. They want you to be a person. And I if I was a person, I wouldn't be the person I am. <laughs> and you probably wouldn't want to talk to me. It's the person I am that makes you want to talk to me. And in being that person, I don't have time for you unless you are in my world. Unless you want to make this happen. Unless you want to help make this happen. Other than that, I don't have enough time for you and I'll give you enough time for you to see that I'm not fake. I'm not playing. Oh, he's just this. You don't know me. I have died for you people thousands of times. My life has been on the line for you people thousands of times. You understand? I am the only one didn't get up. Nobody else got up and talked about the world. And all you, know, you saw it and goodbye not do that. man. The nation is, like, I'm surprised they didn't kill him. You don't think I knew that? But guess what? My responsibility. Man, you translate your own Quran, man. I have to kill you. Guess what? I got a job to do. Because that's what's important to me. And the moment your life is less important to you than your job, you're going to see that everything in the universe works for you. As long as you got yourself out front, you want to party, have a good time, and laugh and joke all the time, remember, you're going to be a failure. You start doing for others more than you do for yourself, and you're going to succeed. You start putting yourself in front of everything. Put other people out. Give to other people. You find know what I'm saying? And you're going to find that that power of love, that's the thing that controls me. People don't think because they don't know me. I don't express my love by by, by sitting on my lap and patting you. I, I express my love by making sure that you have a place to sit follow the deal is I'm going to tell you the truth regardless of how bitter it is to others. I don't care how mad the Muslims get. Defend it. Defend it with truth, not with a weapon. Defend it with truth. If everything I'm saying about Farad is not true, then you produce the fact. You follow saying if what I'm saying about Islam is not true, then produce a book and prove it. I put a book out ten years ago, three hundred and sixty questions I asked the Muslim, they ain't answered it yet. All they're still trying to push is a bala fill up book. What do they deal with? Me, the teacher. That's because they think I am like their minister, the religious guy. I'm not. I'm a person. Play monopoly with me and I'll cheat if I can win. Just for the fun of it. And that's my way of telling you. Don't make me the preacher. We played baseball, I cheated. They used cheating. Pops is cheating. And he was having fun. The fool was the one saying, Pops is cheating. That fool will later go off and slander. I watched the people on the internet. Ignoring. They can't ignore me. They're too interested in what I have to say on the Internet. The room captain, whoever says, ignore him. The people are still asking me questions. Well, you serious? They can't. I know that. You understand know what I'm saying? I know they can't ignore me. They can't help They're waiting tomorrow, wait, Sunday, they're waiting for me. Our room is so full that people are mad at us. Who is this Malachi person? The only thing that's wrong is you people not coming in and saying, that's God, and get them real mad to keep the conversation going. You instead of you so busy not saying, that's God right like there. You know God is right there talking to you, anything you want to know. He ain't God,
4: yes, he is of God. He ain't God. How did a 5% say I'm not God and believe some wino in Harlem became God?
2: <laughs> Bonafide wino, ex-file of Morris Lines symbol, which is obvious by the symbol on the, of the 5%. The symbol of the 5% is a number of circle, a 7, and a star and a crescent with NATO symbol behind it. That 8-pointed that star is NATO symbol. And the circle in the seven is Noble Juali. Don't tell me Clarence was in the nation of Islam and never heard about Noble Juali. I call you a liar.
4: Five percent symbol is a sign symbol. Five percent brag that they were sitting in chock full of nuts when he said, I met the father and we was drinking a cup of coffee. (laughs) God Allah in person is drinking a cup of caffeine but I can't be God, but a wino can be God. A half-white man, half-white and half-black
2: could be God, who ate pork, by the way. But for all, they tell you, ate pork, and then told him, don't eat this.
4: He could be God, oh, and I can't be God. Yeah, yeah. You got some yuppie on the cross.
2: With our 1960s hippie hairstyle
4: called Jesus, he could be God and I can't be God. Who y'all fooling, man? And only one
2: of all those gods that show and prove their God by their works is me. And
4: nobody touched all the 50. I
2: ain't hit a keeper yet. Ask your teacher, why hasn't he translated the Qur'an for you himself, his way to support what he teaches. Even if they say, he translated the Qur'an to support his teaching, then why didn't your teacher support his teaching with his Qur'an?
4: And while you're talking to say, why with me? Now you ask the Hebrew, why didn't Yahweh, Ben Yahweh, translate the Torah instead of putting up some old phony book that looked like his
2: own translation, some drawn sketches, and call it their Bible from the King James Version? And then telling the Hebrew
4: Israelites and say, why haven't Ben-Amin Khadr? And then turn to the Israelites church and ask, why haven't me? And keep on turning around and say, how come none of your Christian preachers ever took the time to translate the scripture so we can see what
2: it says, why that man? Where do you get the time
3: to do all of this?
4: Meanwhile, writing a hundred books a year, covering every subject that they ask. I write books based on what people ask you. As I listen, oh, you want to know about that? I'll tell you more than you want to know. I have one
3: person say to me
2: how come I didn't go to a debate with Suraj Wahaj. Do you know what would happen to Suraj if you mention a debate with Imam Isha? You make that man nervous and sick. He'll start getting sick. <laughs> Ahmed Didat then died, and that was their last hope for lying and messing stuff up. They cannot deal with us. I heard a joke. Somebody heard. Somebody it. it says not put it in our language right it says that there's a Nawapian who's up and a Christian who's them camping together in the woods and a bear comes correct and as they get to running from the bear, the bear takes chase, and they're running, and they're running. And the Nuwapian looks over to Christian and says, what you going to do now? He says, I'm going to pray. You know what I'm saying? He says, well, what are you going to do? You know, because that bear is catching up with us, you follow, and the says, I don't have but one thing to worry about. The Christian says, what? You're religious? He said, no. Beating you in running. <laughs> you understand what I mean? That's the real deal. Right, you keep praying and I'll keep running. Your race is against the bear. My race is against you. <laughs> you- you try to outrun
0: him, I'm just going to outrun you. And we'll see. Shalom. Allah. Are we not the bearers of witness that nothing would exist if Allah didn't create it? And that He is alone and has no part. And that all gratitude is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the sustainer of all the boundless universes. All gratitude is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the generous eternal friend. And send salutations of Allah on all of his prophets and his apostles. And on the Messiah, the anointed one. And on the Masih, the guide. And on the Mujahid, the reformer. Which was all sent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We send greetings and we send peace throughout the boundless universe to all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.
1: The Man of the Hour, airing seven days a week at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WGAG Radio.